everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today. We have a very special guest. Uh, we have our most uh, frequent uh, visitor, I guess you might say, to our podcast. We have uh, Catherine Disher is here and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And Catherine, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You are now you are our first guest five timer. You've oh. been on the show. I I really I've never I've, I've never been anyone's most frequent guest. I'm so <laughs> I'm touched and thrilled. Thank yeah. you so much for having me again. <laughs> well, thank you for continuing to support the podcast. We really appreciate it. I and I guess my gift is in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> we're working on it. Oh, okay, <laughs> my five-time yeah, yeah, yeah. gift. Okay, yes, <laughs> your, your special Hallmarkies jacket. <laughs> oh, uh, so how have you been we haven't talked to you since last fall uh <laughs> which seems like an eternity ago oh my goodness doesn't it just uh the yeah. world has changed <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh yeah so how have you i mean how were your holidays first of all <laughs> go back to there uh well uh, my christmas holidays you mean my yes. funnily enough we got my son and i both got terrible i'm assuming it's flu on christmas day and we were sick for oh, six no. weeks yeah oh, so no. we kind of spent january and uh, a good deal of february just recovering and then all of a sudden you know the world got sick so yes <laughs> it, it, i i don't think i i, I can, i've probably been out of the house you know uh less than 20 times no i'm that's kind of an exaggeration but i sort of feel like i I was just starting to get out of the house again when we were all asked to stay in the house. So it's, uh, yeah. it's been a weird few months. Oh my gosh. It has so much. <clears throat> and I, I thought that I, it was going to be pretty easy for me because I already work from home. So, and I was a little bit cocky going into this, like, Oh, it'll be fine. But, uh, but I realized pretty quickly how much my, the social act interactions that I did have really did like, mean a lot to me <laughs> oh for sure. yeah for sure i know exactly yeah. what you mean. i mean i sort of tell people that you know if it weren't for the uh for the for the terrifying prospect of dying a lonely death from an invisible microbe this would be right up my alley because staying in my house hiding in my house is what i do best especially you know if you work you know really intensively for six months then i find myself just kind of hiding away but even i you know as like you even i uh am getting really tired of this yeah it's uh, it's gonna once it i feel like it's kind of like we used to ha i used to drive all the time from where i'm in utah to to where my parents used to live in california and if you uh, if you started early enough so that you got if you got there you got to california by before dinner it felt like a pretty easy trip. But if you ended up, if you started late and you ended up past dinner, the trip felt so much longer. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like that's kind of what's happening. Like once we get into summer, I feel like it's just like, it's that post dinner drive. Yes. <laughs> it feels so long. <laughs> I know. And it's much harder, but you know, it's it being asked, it, you know, on a more serious note, uh, being asked to stay home is kind of, the, if that's the least that someone is asking me to do yeah. to help in this regard, I am only too willing to stay at home for as long as necessary. I would rather stay home an extra two months and uh, and save some lives and save, 
you know some uh frontline workers uh their their health then um then you know be able to go out and go to a restaurant for dinner you know two yeah. months earlier uh, as long yeah. as my, I, I can take my dog for a walk and uh you know he finds a way to have fun no matter what uh then we're uh we're good yeah yeah and getting an occasional takeout you know you, yeah uh you make it and we make it work we make it work i mean i think it's it is especially challenging for those of us that are single that are kind of you know quarantining by ourselves that's it's it's tough but yeah. luckily we have so many ways to you know communicate these days uh that it helps a lot that's true I, that that is true it is very true for people who are having to do this you know, by themselves. On the other hand, doing it with other people presents a whole <laughs> new set of frustrations. Um, so I'll just leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So have you, uh, have you done any like crafting or any, like anything oh. to keep yourself, uh, done any puzzles or anything like that? I am the least craftiest person you are ever going to find. <laughs> When my son was young, you know, the old macaroni art was the most terrifying thing I've ever had to do. So, no, I don't. But I do. Um, like I said, we spent a few weeks. My son also does voice work. And in fact, he just did a commercial last Friday in my in my bedroom, you know, with our setup. So we spent a couple of weeks getting this home studio set up. Um, so yeah. I hope it sounds better than me screeching into my iPhone. Otherwise, all will have been for nothing. <laughs> and so that you know we've been doing a little of that and uh i've been doing a lot of cooking of course and it's you know not hard to do when you have two months of food stockpiled in your family room and so i've been doing a lot of that and you know yeah. the the dog and the cats are sort of a constant amusement and uh, i've been watching and i've been sort of catching up and binge watching a lot of really excellent television yeah. So, uh, what have you been cooking? What's been some of your? Oh, um, well, uh, we did a a lamb curry the other night, mm. um, which was uh delicious, and um, I have been trying to bake the perfect cornbread. I know that mm. sounds like a simple thing, but <laughs> and uh, and just like just cooking in general a lot more i made an amazing yeah. roast beef there's a wonderful mm -hmm. sort of purveyor near me that gets all their meats from um the mennonites the mennonite farms around here mm. so uh that's really i've been trying to stay away from the baking thing because of course you know uh a dangerous thing to do when you're trapped inside <laughs> yeah yeah so uh do you have the uh the do you aspire to have the the uh ultimate spice cabinet of um martha that she had oh <laughs> i forgot about that um <laughs> you know it's, yeah. uh, it's funny i was i was i cleaned out just before all this happened i thought you know what i've had some of these herbs in here and spices for years and i finally went oh my god they have expiration dates yeah. And so I ended up throwing them all out <laughs> and then being being stuck with trying desperately to, you know, restock during a, a pandemic, finding a yeah. store, you know, that delivered that, oh, has allspice. Oh, my gosh. You know, things like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, she had them under lock and key. 
yeah that's funny uh so what have you been binging we gotta ask that well i've been binging um what have i been binging uh i've been binging a show called the expanse which is actually shot uh-huh. up here in toronto it's an amazon uh sci-fi show Mm-hmm. And I've been binging uh, Fauda, which is an Israeli show. Um, and uh, what else have I been binging? You know, isn't it funny? It's like when you used to go to the video store and you knew what you wanted and you walked in and then you couldn't remember, you couldn't find anything. And when people mm-hmm. ask me what I'm watching or tell me what they're watching, and I think, oh, I really have to watch. If I don't write it down, <laughs> yeah. uh I don't know what's going on. I, I think it's I think it's pandemic brain because I don't think it's age related because a lot of other people have been telling me the same thing that they can't remember things. Yeah. Uh, well, I've I've said quarantine brain. It like yes. I'm not as I'm not fully responsible for my actions here. I'm yes, or what I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why well, have you been binge watching things too? Well, what have you been- I a little bit. I tell you uh, the uh, the McMillions on uh, or mcmillions on hbo yeah uh, you should watch it it is so good it's i don't a docu- know that show. Yeah. i've never heard of it it's a docuseries about this uh kind of pawn this scam uh to uh steal from the mcdonald's monopoly game in the oh. uh, like late 90s early 2000s i remember was, that yeah yeah there's this uh, they have the it's just this crazy group of eclectic characters that were all involved in this thing. And, and then the agent investigating it is so made for television. It was <laughs> so entertaining. I, I think that we need, his name is Doug Matthews. I'm like, we need a agent Doug Matthews show, <laughs> like a dateline, you know, kind of show. Cause he's so crazy and, and entertaining and i just loved it and it, it's nice because there's really it's like it's like a victimless crime like there's nobody i mean because mcdonald's was giving the money away anyway and they found a way to steal it and i'm not saying that's i'm not excusing that but it's not some of those kind of shows are kind of hard to watch because you, this you know you're watching these people's lives get ruined but nobody's life is ruined in this you know it's just they just got this money and and anyway, it was so good. I loved it. <laughs> well, the, that's a good recommended. I will. And when you talk about victimless crimes, that's the reason I know everyone was watching Tiger King. I just couldn't yeah. bring myself to watch it because I don't, you know, seeing animals sort of capture in, in captivity and abused. It's just I thought, oh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm feeling kind of in captivity and abused myself. But also I just can't. I can't watch. Uh, I thought it would be. I I didn't think it would be uh, help my state of mind. Yeah, let's just say. I felt the same way. I didn't watch. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, and well, we're the only I, two people on the planet who. I haven't, know. So. I think so. Uh, I also have really been enjoying the. It's called the Last Dance. Because uh, ESPN, their thirty for thirty shows. Even if you don't like sports. They're such well done documentaries, very fascinating. And they've been doing this, uh, this, the last dance about the final season of the, uh, Jordan Bulls. Uh, oh, this is the one that's airing on Sunday nights opposite the Good Witch, is it not? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I have it on my DVR, but I think you're right. 
Uh, and i i've really been enjoying it it's it's extremely well done and uh if uh if uh you haven't watched any of the the 30 for 30 there's such a there's such good documentaries and this is uh really really good and it's kind of nice i mean i'm not a very big sports person but like having sports be eliminated it's kind of like nice to watch this and be like okay you know, it's funny. You're not the first. You're not the first woman to tell me about this. About the, you know, the, yeah. the an NBA, you know, being obsessed by an NBA documentary. And I, <laughs> I was a bit worried because they moved. I, I guess it airs directly opposite The Good Witch on Sunday nights. No. And uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, whoa, this will be great because people will be home and they will have they've been home for a while, so they probably watched all the content that's already on and everyone will be really, you know, <laughs> eager for a new show right. and new episodes. And then I heard that, uh oh, it's airing opposite. <laughs> oh, no. I thought, no, no, but I, I think but this weekend is the last episode of the last dance. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. I just hope everyone's yeah. you know, PVRing the good witch. Yeah. Don't worry. At least I am. That's for sure. Oh, good. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it a bit surreal to, I mean, I know you guys filmed this season a bit ago. And so now to watch it, it being aired during a pandemic, during the quarantine, like it's a little bit surreal. Well, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't aired yet. It hasn't started airing yet uh, in Canada. Okay. Um, I don't think. Okay. I'm having a moment here. I don't think it has. Uh, so I've been actually, you know, the, the, the show very kindly has been sending me some links so I can watch it. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, it is odd. It wasn't that long ago. I've done shows where you, you do them and then they don't air for a year and mm. you don't even remember, you know, Oh, really? Is that me? Did I do that? So we, we, so we ended in December. So it doesn't feel like oddly enough time, although you'd think it was, you know, stretching out. It feels like yesterday, honestly. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because I haven't done anything much for you know two or three months, but yeah. uh, it really feels like yesterday. And um, and we have a, a group chat, the cast that we've been you know chatting back and forth about stuff. So it's really nice to keep in touch. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they used to, um, when I was on my mission for my church. They used to say that uh, the uh, the the days drag, the the weeks fly by. I feel ah, like that's, that's a, kind of yeah. That's a that's true. a very good analogy. <laughs> that's true. And you know when you when you do sort of seventeen hour days for four or five months in a row, and by the end you're just thinking, oh my god, this is torture. I just you know oh, and then two weeks later you sit back and go, oh, I really miss all those guys. That was <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. kind of at that stage. I'm really that was really fun. I'm totally forgotten getting up at three in the morning and getting home at you know. 10 30 at night and yeah. so that's uh that's a good thing it's like childbirth you forget and then <laughs> i guess you have another i never had another but you know i can understand why there has to be a couple of years in between right yeah yeah i mean i was thinking about that the other day that uh uh the the i've i've been able to cover the d23 convention for two, the last two and they're every two years yeah and uh it's it's a it's a fun experience, but it's also a grueling experience. The, the, the lines are just phenomenal for everything. And it's just, a, it is an intense experience. Wait, it's what's fun. the D, what is the D23 and convention? D23, it's the Disney, basically Comic-Con. 
kind of they, they do it every two years and so last year was d23 and you leave it and you're just like i'm never gonna do that again it was so <laughs> it's so exhausting and uh and but i think that's why they have it every two years and i don't know i was just thinking about it the, the other day because i'm like i don't know if we'll, if we'll ever if i'll ever do that again if they'll ever have it again yeah well, what, you was, something like i mean it's it, luckily it's not this year it's it, it's it won't it's not supposed to be until next year but even then it's just like how are they gonna do events like that i i can't think of a more worse situation than than these than something like d23 for if there was anybody who was remotely sick it would be a, a disaster well, but, uh, on the other hand, that they do, they probably, you know, wearing a mask would probably be very apropos for something like that. So, yeah, that's yeah, true. I, I mean, you could work it into your costume quite easily. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? I think all these things, you know, that we can't imagine right now will, will, uh, will come to pass again. I, yeah. I really do. And I think at the very beginning of the, of being locked down, it felt like, oh, this will be over really quickly. And as the weeks went by and the news got worse and you start to think, huh. Yeah. Okay, how will this ever happen again? But I, I really think it will. Um, I just think it's going to take a while, and we have to be patient. And yeah. uh, that's uh, that's the hardest part. But yeah, so yeah. so D where where do they have this D twenty three convention in California? <laughs> yes, yeah. So they have it at uh, in Anaheim at the uh -huh. uh, at at the Anaheim Convention Center, which is just off of Disneyland, uh, and uh, it's. It's too small a location, honestly, for the event, and so you you wait forever for every. I mean, it's just like when you go, you just have to accept going into it that that literally you wait in a line for everything. There's, oh. I mean, including the bathroom. I mean, you wait in line for everything, and uh, and that's just so you just kind of have to make it fun and just make it part of the thing and. And it's, it's a, it's a, it is an intense experience. It's a really fun experience, but, uh, but you just leave it thinking, am I ever going to, like, that was so exhausting. And I, 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 but I was, I don't know. I was just thinking about it this, this last week or so, just that, that, you know, with a certain degree of, of sort of, uh, nostalgia, I guessed that, oh, uh, am I ever? Am I ever gonna? Am I ever gonna get to do that again? You am will. I I, I'm sure you will, and you'll be so excited. You know, really. oh my gosh, you'll be like, I will. Forgotten everything. Oh, I don't care about the lineups. It's just so yeah. great to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, it's uh, they do it every two years, and they the best part about it is they have these um sort of concert events uh, that are. Uh, so this last time they had this tribute to Aladdin where they had all the, 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 you know, they had the vocal performers and the, and the animators and the director and everything there. And, and nobody can put on a show like Disney. I mean, it's amazing. And then they did one for little mermaid, which was incredible. Cause it's one of my favorite movies. And, uh, so it's all they, Disney stuff then it's, uh, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's all yeah. Disney D 23. Yeah. And they have the big hall that has the uh, that has the big announcements as far as their upcoming slate, and that's exciting. Uh, but I think my favorite is these sort of concert events. Uh, one year they had we, Alan Menken was there, and he basically like did this whole concert 
uh playing uh all of his music from oh wow you know, it was it was incredible uh and it's a, it's a really great experience but i guess there's sort of a a price to pay for every experience that you have <laughs> yes yes yeah. anyway. and that is waiting in line yes <laughs> waiting in line but uh but uh it's just been i don't know you just you just sort of miss things i mean i was thinking about it too i, I mean i just finished covering sundance film festival and in uh in january and I'm like and everyone gets sick at sundance i mean everyone oh really <laughs> and i'm just yeah i mean it's it's if you're at least of my like critic friends we always like the week after sundance because because you work you stay up too late you watch too many things you're in line with all these people uh you it's eat badly outside. it's yeah. cold all those things you almost you always get sick after sundance <laughs> i'm thinking are, are, are we gonna have sundance again i don't know i was just <laughs> i just was very feeling very whimsical i guess very just very uh uh i don't know what the word is but um but yeah it's just all these things there it's gonna be a different world it's gonna be uh but uh, you know it is we are and very resilient too yeah so absolutely. we'll figure out and a way people are uh very you know and what is, what is that saying about uh, the mother of invention? Uh, necessity is yeah, the mother necessity. of invention. And yeah. people are an ingenious species. And I, I really do feel that way. I've, I feel, though, that I'm going to be incredibly grateful just to be, you know, back standing on the Good Witch set. That would be yeah. amazing. And I'd be so grateful. And I, it's funny to talk about being sick because all last shooting season, which is what, five months, I guess, a little over five yeah. months, maybe? And, um, you know, people get sick routinely. You're in a crew, you're around 60 people every day and people in very close quarters. And, uh, I was sort of priding myself in the fact that I did not get sick. And, and then it, generally I, I get exhausted, but I don't get, I, I sometimes get sick on set. And then of course I go madly shopping. We end December 15th and I go madly shopping for a week before Christmas and yeah. always get sick. I'm yeah. always sort of sick. Either it's this time it was right on Christmas night, but usually it's a day or two after. And then, uh, and then January is kind of just like a blur. Every year, January is just sort of a pajama clad blur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think that sometimes the adrenaline like carries you through whatever it is you're doing. And then like post your body kind of relaxes and boom, it gets sick. I don't it's know. It's true. I think you, yeah, your body knows you can't get sick. You just can't get sick. <laughs> you can't stay home. You can't get sick. Um, and there's nothing like coughing on camera, you know. So I yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting world going back to filming. I've been reading about all, all you know different parts of the world that are opening up, and yeah, I believe they're filming in Iceland and in Australia, New Zealand, and New Zealand. Yeah, and the different parts of uh, I mean, New Zealand's very lucky. They're they're an, an island, an isolated island nation, and they had a leader who shut everything down, and uh, yeah, and they're sort of reaping the benefits of that right now, uh, but but the filming is is interesting they're they're sort of everyone's got these ideas where you take the whole crew and production and you put them all in a hotel and they have they have to live in this hotel for the duration of the production which is so totally not feasible you know up here in north america and um mm -hmm. uh, it's just interesting what's going to have to happen you know a lot of testing and uh how do you social socially distance when you're in a set with 60 people 
Um, so it's all all these questions, but I I feel like uh, people are addressing them. It's not you know mm -hmm. they're not ignoring them. They're really thoughtfully trying to go about this. And frankly, if the Good Witch were to come back, which I you know really hope it does. Uh, mm -hmm. It would be in sort of, I would guess they would aim for kind of August, September. And that's that's three months away. And in the life mm -hmm. of a pandemic, three months is an eternity. Three months ago, yeah. we didn't even have any cases up here. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm pretty confident that we can uh, uh, that we can make this all work. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is true that it, it three months is going to Yeah, think <laughs> about it. Think where yeah. we were three months ago. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I know you're, you have a much bigger country. The United States is much more populous and, and, uh, you know, harder to kind yeah. of, you know, have a cohesive policy. Uh, but, you know, I think in the end, it's, um, uh, we're all going to be okay. Yeah. I think so too. Uh, so in, in the season, you are, uh, restoring a house. It yes. seems like. Uh, yes. in, in the season of Good Witch. Uh, and I was just curious if you could, if you ever, have you ever done anything like that? And can you relate to Martha on that level? Uh, yes. Well, in a way I can relate to Martha on the level. I mean, I've, I've, re I've renovated a house, a couple of houses in the past and it's, it is a never ending nightmare. Um, but this house, you know, this isn't just, Martha didn't buy just a little shack. Martha bought right. this huge and it is. It's a huge crumbling. We shot that on location in uh, in Hamilton. It's a huge crumbling, um, uh, magnificent house uh, with sort of paint peeling off. You know, when we're in the corridor and that paint is peeling off the walls, that is not the art department doing that. Uh, that's you know Mother Nature, yeah. right? So they ended up sort of renovating. We did the production did. Uh, you know, a couple of rooms. It's a place that I think was a convent at one point. And uh, so it's a, it's an amazing old house, but yes. Uh, yeah. It took a long time. There's a slight, you know, sort of whiff of mildew in the air and uh, with the way <laughs> Martha's taste is not my own, but, um, but yes, it's a major project. And she says she's doing it for the town. You know, it's the new mayor's residence, but mm -hmm. clearly she expects to be able to live in it for the rest of her life. Yeah. So <laughs> is is this in order for her to be like firmly cemented in Middleton as opposed to being on the edge of with Blairsville? Oh, that's a good point. Well, didn't didn't we get didn't we decide that yes, that my house got put back into Blairsville? I've I've had a couple of houses on the show um <laughs> over the years and my favorite one I think what we just shot in the outside of was this sort of I don't know. It looked like it was maybe built in the eighties and it had these massive kind of, you know, Tara pillars out front, which I deeply enjoyed. Um, but, uh, it, and yeah. then I had a sort of a very tasteful kind of, you know, 200 year old stone house, which I thought was almost too tasteful for Martha. Um, and then we shot in another, uh, interior of a beautiful old house. There's some amazing houses um historic houses in the uh in Dundas where we shoot and so that was fun but uh no this is a I, this is a whole new ball game and I don't know what we're going to do going forward if we're going to end up still shooting in that uh that massive house um because it really is massive are uh, what you said that your style is different than Martha's how how so 
Uh, I think she's a little more into the kind of crystal, I'm assuming, you know. Um, <laughs> I think she probably decorates her houses uh, like she decorates her body with, uh, you know, multiple strands of too many, too many necklaces. Mm-hmm. Although, as I said, the last time when we shot last uh, before she bought the house and we were shooting that um, uh, we were shooting the episodes of, you know, interior of Martha's house. It was incredibly tasteful. It was beautiful. So uh, I maybe I take that all back. Maybe mm-hmm. Martha has better taste, <laughs> better design yeah. taste than I'm giving her credit for. Like, how dare you? <laughs> I know. Everyone walked in and went, wow, this is Martha's house. I was expecting something different. And I went, uh-huh. So was I. <laughs> but apparently yeah. I have taste. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because uh, the, one, the one advantage of of being single and and building a house which is what i did a couple of years ago is you get to pick out everything and you get to have it be the style that you want and my my parents have an amazing marriage but the one thing that is a struggle is anytime they have to pick any kind of design choice for their house it's oh, really? a nightmare. yeah 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 like they will i swear look through wallpaper books for six months debating about what to pick and and when i when i went uh to pick out the stuff for my house i i actually brought my mom she was in town and i was just very like okay i want that carpet i want that color i want that and and my mom just kind of looked at me like are you sure don't you need to think about it i'm like no i don't need to think about it and uh and I do like I I I I, li- I love what I picked out, but uh, I don't know. It's just funny when you just the difference. I mean, they are just so funny because my parents have very different aesthetics, the two of them, and so it's 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 very. And, tricky. And it sounds like one of them doesn't just sort of acquiesce and let no. the other decide. They have to oh they they duke it out. You build yeah. your own house. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah. That would be great to do. Yeah. I've never done that Uh, from the ground up. It was, uh, it was a lot to take on at once because my, uh, my, it's a town, I live in a townhouse and, uh, and so it was my first home that I'd ever, uh, purchased. Plus they're building it. Plus I put in an income property in the basement and so I had, <laughs> I had all three of those things all at the same time, but it's been a huge blessing. And I love, I love my house. I, I oh. really do. Well, <laughs> especially <laughs> now, that's a very good thing. Yes. And it, it, yeah, it's been a huge, huge blessing uh, in my life. And, and, uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's just funny people, people picking out stuff and how, <laughs> what a struggle it can be sometimes. Yeah, I'm not good at decorating. I'm good at kind of deciding big things like the the shape uh-huh. of the room and the color of a wall. But, you know, curtains and rugs make me run screaming. I would rather <laughs> yeah. somebody just, you know, uh, and I actually sort of do away with rugs most of the time because I have mm-hmm. so many animals that it just be- I have some lovely kill em rugs in storage that haven't you know, they've been there for 20 years. Yeah. And every time I bring out one and think, oh, I'll just, you know, I've got all these great rugs. I'll just do one. Literally, a cat will throw up on it within a half an hour just to kind of, you know, make me realize once again why I have no expensive rugs on the floor. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, thank you for the reminder. Yes, thank you very much. I'm rolling this up and putting this back in storage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh yeah, so and you're work gonna be working with Joy, the new character uh yes. in renovating. Yes, she is my designer, my head designer. She's a lovely cat. Is uh it's funny, another Catherine on the show. Yeah, I uh, know. But, but, but luckily, so Catherine Bell is Catherine, I'm Kathy or Dish, and Cat is Cat. So we've got it all covered. But she just she really fit into the group so fast and so easily. She's a lovely person. Yeah. Um, we had her on the show, uh, and just she was great. Really yeah. enjoyed her. Very enthusiastic, very positive person. Um, and I'm sort of a natural cynic, so it's it's good to be around people like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in this last episode, you were upset with Stephanie about uh, naming a sandwich after you. And it was called it the Tinsdale Toast. Oh, and this yeah. sandwich sounded so gross. <laughs> I just like the what sauerkraut. Wasn't it tuna and sauerkraut? A tuna, a tuna melt with sauerkraut on it. That's right. A Tinsdale on toast, I believe, is the is the title of it. <laughs> and uh, what I mean, of of all the sandwiches to name, to name out, I mean, to name after Martha, the, the where did they come up with that? Sour, I don't know. Tuna fish with sauerkraut. What on earth? I know. It sounds sort of um. It sounds way sort of too sort of European ethnic for Martha too. I. I, I was thinking something with cream cheese and shrimp would be more her her deal, but um, yeah, no Tinsdale on toast. <laughs> it's a good thing they didn't make you try it. Uh, yeah, no, they had a. <laughs> did they even have a mock up? I don't even know if they I had don't a mock up. They did. No, uh, that would have been. I was I was looking forward to that. Seeing a you know, uh -huh. they spray it with shellac and see what it looked like. Right. And so I was curious what if you if you were going to have a sandwich named after you. What would you, if you were gonna have oh. the, the 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 disher dish, the disher sandwich? The uh, disher sandwich. <laughs> what what it would good, be? That's a good question. We've been playing with sort of the perfect sandwich, and uh, mm -hmm. we've come to the conclusion that just you know Montreal smoked meat on a bagel is probably the best. Um, mm. Oh, but that's really that's really interesting. I'm I'm actually uh, I. I do like tuna, I have to say. I like tuna. I like chicken. There, there are very few sandwich mm -hmm. meats that you're, you know, sandwich <laughs> concoctions I yeah. don't like. Um, honestly, you should have sent me that question beforehand. That's gonna, oh, you know, that's gonna take a while. That's <laughs> really gonna do? take a while. Yeah. Well, you let us know. <laughs> yeah, you know the the one I used to have. I remember in university every day I would have a toasted bagel with cream cheese and slices of green pepper. Don't ask me mm. why, but it's actually kind of an amazing combination. Well, that sounds good. I mean, that sounds that sounds very uh, uh, thrifty. I yeah, mean, well, that was it was university. For, there you go. Right. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, the the dollar eighty sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so do you have other things that you think are like special about the season? They may, they in your mind make it, uh, mem we're gonna make it very memorable. Um, yeah, <laughs> Again, I mean, I have, obviously, I have not spoiler. Yeah, no, I have <laughs> pandemic brain. Um, 
other things about the season uh well um you know cat is the big addition to the show mm -hmm. this season yeah and so that's uh i'm trying to think of only three i have three episodes aired there and the movie or is it is um, the third episode airing this week? Third, uh, third episode the week of this recording. Uh, but uh, but you know, so you guys had to. This is the first full season without Grace, and yes. And so, how do you think they were able to, uh, to work around that? I mean, I, it's not that Cat is a replacement for Grace. No, but, not at all. And, yeah. and we miss we miss Bailey obviously a lot. She's yeah. just a a wonderful presence both you know on the set and off she's a lovely lovely young woman mm -hmm. <clears throat> so no i do uh we do miss bailey tremendously um and cat is no not a replacement but she's um she's a merowick yeah so I, and it's what's amazing is watching you know when there's uh when the three of them when catherine and uh sarah power and cat all their characters all go out together they look related they honestly do mm -hmm. they look yeah. like they're all from the same you know um the same uh the same i want to say coven but that's not the right word you know family what I mean. tree yeah. yes exactly um they look they look related they look they all look like marowicks it's uh it's sort of a joy to watch so um yeah uh but highlights for for martha this season um you get to see martha play a sport which is you know not something, not something i do in real life anymore but there you go and not something i don't <laughs> think martha has done in a long time yeah um, and uh, i won't say which sport uh but um uh yeah and i always look you know i always look forward to the episodes where um paul miller who plays my husband tom is there yeah it was very funny him challenging you in the election and also with it, he had his own campaign signs and his own that that to me was very funny i know how <laughs> dare he i know how dare he <laughs> that made me laugh <laughs> i know it's sort of a real hark back to uh you know that the that he was the mayor you know at yeah. the very beginning of the movies so um uh yeah no i know how dare he that was uh he does that a lot it's like he was trying to get martha's goat all season mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited about that uh anytime that martha is irritated is always gold that's well and that, you know that's gonna happen at least once an episode so yeah uh, <laughs> all right well so since you have been on our show so many times you have done all of the uh questions uh, that we have are fun questions and so i had to come up with a new set of questions oh and no this, one, the this i'm calling really <laughs> <laughs> okay this okay one, i'm ready i'm calling the quarantine b questions oh okay all right okay so first question who would you most want to zoom chat if you could pick anybody uh over any celebrity okay. or somebody I'm, who i'm actually gonna <laughs> I, I'm not a social media person and I sort of uh -huh. consider kind of social media. And honestly, I've had to download so many software things for voice recording <laughs> and for talking to you. We're using another right. one. And when I've been, you know, getting in touch with people that I haven't been in touch with for a long time. And at the end of sort of group emails and stuff, someone all inevitably says, we should all have a Zoom meeting. <laughs> and I just want to go, no. I mean, I, I haven't had a haircut. I'm actually, I don't even say I have roots anymore. I'm, I, I, I tell people I have ends because yeah. I, 
they're just you know they're no longer you can't classify them as roots and i'm just not uh i am not into zoom whatsoever <laughs> so i'm very happy to have audio chats with people but who would i want to i don't yeah. know i th i think um I think I would love to have an uh, I'd love to have a video chat with with Barack Obama and just see there what he's go. thinking. See yeah. what he's thinking these days. <laughs> a private answer. one. Okay. And I, I will assure him that I wouldn't leak it. I'd just like to All know. Right. <laughs> okay, good. All right. I um what is your favorite song to sing in the shower? Um Shut Up and Dance with Me. Oh, good. Good one. Okay. I uh, <laughs> We kind of covered it a little bit, but 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 what do you think is the most bingeable show to watch? Oh, I've actually been going back and watching things like The Sopranos, and yeah. uh, um, at the moment, you know, my favorite show I have to say is a show called Better Things with Pamela Adlon. Uh, mm. It's on uh, it's on FX, I believe, and it's about you know an actress in LA who's got three daughters and. I can relate to her as a mother and I can relate to her as she does voice work in real life. And so her character in the show also does voice work. Uh, and I just think it's a very sort of clever, very atmospheric show. And she's kind of doing things that feel organically good in terms of direction and writing that, um, she's kind of letting her freak flag fly a bit. And, uh, it's so it's it's unlike any other show and it's um you know it sometimes it it misses the mark but for the most part it's mm -hmm. very refreshing so cool. at the moment i i went back and binge watched it from the beginning before i watched the the the, the next season and so that was that was kind of fun mm, that is cool I, I haven't heard of that one um okay uh what's the first thing you'll do when quarantine's over um what's the first thing i'll do oh honestly uh you know what i've decided that a lot of the things i used to do i don't really ever need to do again <laughs> i just thought <laughs> yeah. you know i don't know why do i need to do that I, you know what and it's also made me realize because i haven't been shopping that much i sort of get food delivered for the most part and yeah. um I, I can do without a lot of the stuff i know that in a consumer economy no one wants to hear that but I actually can do without a lot of the, you know, sort of uh, superfluous trips to various stores and things because uh, you can't, it's hard to throw anything out. You can't go to the dump yourself. So I, it made, made me realize I don't need a lot of the stuff that I used to think I needed. So what will I do? Yeah. I will drive. I believe I will, I'll go and I'll, you know, rent some country property. And because uh, mm -hmm. we're being asked not to do that at the moment and to stay in our primary residences. And I just, I want to be out in nature more. And I want to take my giant mm -hmm. hundred pound dog who, uh, and just take him somewhere where he can run for miles. That's what <laughs> I want to do. That sounds good. Uh, all right. Uh, you voiced a superhero famously. Uh, so what, if you had one superpower, what would it be? Uh, it would be to stop the construction across the street from my house. <laughs> Yeah. That would be my superpower. Okay, very uh, good. I, I, yeah, I've, I put on my sunglasses and my mask and gone over there a number of times and said, you know, some of us are trying to work from home, and could you turn your radio off? <laughs> no one wants to hear the radio and your construction noise at the same time. So like, that would be, be my superpower. 
could you make yourself less essential and Lee? <laughs> God. Yes. Uh, I want to say it's not really that essential. You've been working on this place for two years. How essential <laughs> is it that you continue yeah. during this time? Uh, right. Yeah. So that's my superpower. Okay. Uh, if you had to pick between Spider-Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, or Wolverine to rescue you from some kind of calamity, uh, well, who would you pick? Oh, Wolverine, for sure. A, he's yeah. Canadian. He's French-Canadian, which I appreciate. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and B, he's an X-Men. I have to be loyal to the X-Men. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you could gain one talent, what would you what would you pick? I wish that I could play the piano or the guitar and sing like my son does. He has just innate talent and I've I I do not have that talent. And I wish I did. Oh, oh wait, my superpower. I meant to say I'd make the pandemic go away, but okay. Other than that, <laughs> yes. Stop the construction yeah. across the street. Yes. Very good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what vacation do you dream of going on after you kind of talked about going to the country, but is there anything, a dream vacation? That you have? Well, yeah, ironically, um, <laughs> we were going to go away in April and uh, I was going to send my, my dog to obedience school because he's 100 pounds and uh, he's yeah. a lovely boy, but he has a few habits. And when a 100 pound dog pulls you away on the leash, it's, you know, they always win, let's just say. So we were going to send him away in April when we went to Hawaii. And that would be, Aww. and I've never been to Hawaii. I've stopped through Hawaii on my way to Asia, but that was sort of in the middle of the night in an airport. And I just got to walk out and sniff the air. So um, we were going to do that. And of course, that is on hold. And then finally, we couldn't stand the dog, you know, pulling in the leash anymore. And he went away for his little vacation to uh, obedience boot camp anyway, even though we didn't go to Hawaii. And now everything's much better. Oh, good. But yes, well, hopefully, Hawaii. Uh, hopefully you get to go. I love Hawaii so much. Uh, well, last question. Do you have a favorite book that you recommend hmm. to people? Um, I read a book a while ago called All, All the Light You Can We Cannot See. What is it? All the Light You Cannot See? All the Light We Cannot See. Just the most beautiful book. Um, uh, just uh, unbelievable. I, and I, I couldn't even tell you exactly why, but it was one of those books that, uh, I could not stop reading and I, I was so, bereft when it came to the end but it's a beautiful book mm -hmm. um yeah i've actually read this book it have is, you it is yeah. a very yes very beautiful book uh really lovely uh characters the way that uh it was it's been a while since i read it but i remember just thinking the characters were really pure and and, and well done yeah and it was very it was uplifting and it was just beautiful is the only word i can describe it i know it sounds silly just to say it was just beautiful but everything about it seemed beautiful um yeah yeah, yeah. very good all right there you go you've done it again fifth time being oh. on our show you're a star <laughs> thank you so much oh, for coming on pleasure. we love talking with you so much and, my pleasure <laughs> And uh, we'll definitely, we'll have to do, again, post, hopefully, maybe post-quarantine. Uh, Let's hope. Yes, uh, that, would, best. That, that would be interesting. And I maybe my brain will, will you know, spring back into action. Um, so I apologize for any gaps. <laughs> no, it's great. And we're really looking forward to the, uh, I, this last episode was the chili cook-off episode. 
and oh, and right. we yes. thought it was one of the strongest episodes in a long long time we really enjoyed it so we're oh, looking good. forward to this uh uh this rest of the season and uh and so uh something fun to look forward to every uh every sunday so thank yes, you so much thank you and stay safe and we'll uh, we'll do you as well and uh yeah we will have you on again you will continue to be our uh, uh rake the records <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay thank you all right we'll talk to you later bye bye, bye.